cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Razzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. 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 And we're back. We're back for another one. Thank you so much again for tuning into another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the other end of the mic, your other two favorite hosts for this evening, Chris and Boya. Say hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> wow, that was enthusiastic there, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Hello. <laughs> it's my last day off. I got to go back to work. I'm I'm miserable inside right now. Like I just didn't. Wow. You just need to shoot somebody, huh? Yeah, I'm just going to go out there and <laughs> just gotta get you. shoot a black guy. You know what I mean? Just itching to find just, a minority. Just, just. <laughs> you guys are awful. God, I need to find one. Awful. I need to find one that's unarmed. <laughs> My everyday Probably thought process. calling me for help. Because I'm <laughs> lacing up my boots. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. Man, I saw I saw this super sad video of this dad. He goes into his kid's room. Kid's probably two. Every night before he leaves for his shift, uh, police officer, he kneels in front of their crib and he says a little prayer and the little girl happened to be awake. And there's like a nanny cam in there like so you could night vision, you know. And um, she pops up and he finishes her prayer and he like stands up and picks her up and gives her a big old hug and leaves. And like the mom had posted it and she's like, this is, you know, the last thought before he leaves. Not like I'm out here to kill somebody, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think our everyday goal is just to get home. I know that it is for me. I got a lot. I got a lot of things to come home to wife and wonderful kids and, you know. That's we're always most, ready. Most of the time, wonderful kids. Let's yeah. let's not lie to ourselves here. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did get a, a call. So Hunter, my middle son, his school got reopened, mm. and the school asked us. He's, he has the opportunity to come back two days a week for eight hours or whatever, a full day of yeah. class, two days. Do you want that to happen? And we were like, that was like a yes. schedule for when I was a senior. That's, that well, was my we, schedule too. We yeah, never, we never heard anything back from the school, and he missed school today because today was the first day. Hell yeah! They never told us. Hey, yeah, today is the day that it starts. <laughs> Thanks, school. Thank nice. You. So I got this nasty call from his science teachers. Like, where's Hunter? And we're like, he's at home. Just he's chilling. online right now. Yeah, he's doing the work. Your back work. Uh, well, he was supposed to be there today, and I'm like, uh, well, we never got told. Uh, he'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. So someone dropped the ball. Yeah. Oh boy. Pain in the ass. <laughs> well, um, we always want to uh, say thank you to in the beginning of our show to everybody that listens to us. We know you have a lot of options out there. Um, and we appreciate you stopping by, checking out the website wbconspiracies.com, where you can grab some merch, pre-order some hats, 
Check out our affiliates. There's only a handful of pre-orders for the hats, which are going out this month. So we're really excited about that. Um, and if you listen to our last episode, uh, we you know that we are uh, going to be coming off of YouTube. We're not going to be using YouTube anymore because uh, they're worthless and um, <laughs> we keep getting stuff taken down. We're not monetized there anyway. So we are now on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N with all the heavy hitters. And we're going to have free content that the show, our show will always be free on there as well. However, um, Rockfin is going to be the replacement for us for our Patreon. So we're not going to do a pay, we're not going to be doing a Patreon anymore. And you can check out the extra content uh, on Rockfin that we'll be adding. And the cool thing about that is uh, it's 10 bucks a month, but it's not just $10 for like our stuff. So if you wanted to pay for the premium amount on Rockfin, it's 10 bucks a month and you get everybody's extended content. Our show, Sam's show, Amy says WTF, everything else. So anything that would be a premium content on Rockfin, you get it for one price. Yeah. yeah like it's Sam like says, it's for like Netflix like, for... Exactly. For podcasts. Netflix for yeah. truth hooligans. For truth hooligans, yeah. yeah. But they also have um, all kinds of stuff. Like I follow football, jujitsu. MMA stuff. Yep. MMA stuff. You can find whatever you're looking for on there you can find. Um, not just. Yeah, it's really know, cool. Truth movement type stuff. Really good stuff. <clears throat> you can uh, drop a, drop an extra tip on a video you liked. Extra two bucks. Um, yeah, heck yeah. And they kind of have a cool way of... Uh, there's like a, a a a type of crypto that they pay in, so it's really neat, really yeah. cool thing to be a part of. That will be uh, probably shitting all over YouTube very soon. Um, oh, but yeah. as we announced <clears throat> on our launch for Rockfin, the entire month of May, every episode that we're going to do this month, we will have a guest. And on tonight's show, we're bringing in an old friend of ours. He was actually our very first guest on the show. And he's just destroyed our minds so many times. And we wanted to have him back because in that time, he's started his own show, finally. Jeez. Um, <laughs> written some books. Um, and his country is completely deteriorated. So we wanted to have him on to kind of talk to him about all of those things, as well as um, one of the products that we're going to be putting on our website that he's kind of uh, put together for us, a pack, a hooligan pack, if you will, for some products that he's involved with. And he's, he's the he's the guru of it. Um, I take it. I'm excited to have him back on the show. Uh, to know him is to love him is to not hate him is Mr. Ryan Alexander. Thanks for coming back on the show, brother. Thanks for inviting me on, guys. I appreciate you. And I appreciate the title of today's talk, Medical Tyranny. Yeah. It's oh, getting ugly. what a time to be alive, dude. What a time to be alive with everything that we're, we experienced for the, for the past year and then some change into 2021. And, uh, it's yeah. Some change. I, yeah. It's some, well, it's different because, so, uh, Ryan, if you're in California or uh, California, you're in Texas right now. And nice. it's like walking around with people who is – is it a good mix of 50-50? Some people are wearing masks. Some people are. Well, that's the thing. I, I really don't want to make it sound like it's any type of paradise. A lot of people are like, it must be so nice in Texas. And it is just because there is some people walking around without a mask. But it's most definitely not Disneyland here. You know, It's probably 80-20 of people who are wearing sure. masks to people who are not wearing masks. And, of course, the big corporations such as Costco and Trader Joe's, uh, they're still supporting the communist regime and trying to tell you what to wear on your face, the face diaper, 
and I don't appreciate that, so I'm not going to yeah. make that my business. But it's yeah, it's not it's not just fully open, uh, even the art galleries and everything. There, there's still a push to force us to wear these diapers, and there's still a very big push to get us to take these needles. And I was just listening on the radio today; they're making it sound like uh, go and get in line to get the needle, and it's your first step to get back to normal. And they're really, really, really <laughs> making the implication that you need this; you are going to require this to go back to school. Travel, you know, do all the things that we would consider normal, basic human freedoms. Yeah, yeah, right. right. You know, the the Biden administration had decided to hold a press conference and say, "We're not going to issue a COVID passport. You're not going to need that." However, it is okay if private sector decides to do it, and and I think that that was a call to the private sector to say, "This is what you're going to do." You know, so. Um, but the more and more we see people taking it into their own hands, like you said, you're not going to give Costco your business. Um, so now these mom and pop shops are getting flooded with business, you know, because they understand that if it's a choice for somebody, they're going to rather go there than have to put the shit on their face and, and go to a Costco. You know, I, I got shit because I was pumping gas at a Costco with no mask on. I pumped gas today <laughs> at Costco with no mask. I don't. I, I have to do Costco gas because it's, it's just right now. It's yeah, just the cheapest thing in the, the especially state. with that giant fucking war wagon that you guys drive it, and it, my it truck is well over a hundred dollars to <laughs> oh, fill yeah. up our our whole gas tank. And mm-hmm. you know we're driving a ton right now, going all over the place trying to get as things are opening back up as far as my kids' sports. You know we're driving all over to get them to practices and to tournaments and and whatnot, but. Yeah, we're filling that thing up a lot, but I walk around without a, a mask yeah, on at sure. Costco. I'm outside. I'm well six feet away from everybody else around me. If you have a problem, wear your mask and stay away from me. That's not very woke. It's crazy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you big it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I actually know. told my wife today that I'm willing to pay twice as much for a haircut just if yeah. the person is not wearing a mask. Absolutely. Just to not interact with these masked people. Let yep. me throw something in here, too. So we just moved into a new place and we've got some people coming by and dropping things off and everything. And um, I I don't watch Fox News, but there was a clip of Tucker Carlson going off about telling people who are wearing masks, telling them off sort of in the same way that they tell us off. Yeah. Hey, you wear your mask. We say, hey, take that mask off. So I really tried to be kind of aggressive with it, with these people coming into our house. There's kids in the house, keep in mind. And I grew up in in a time and a place where wearing a mask was a bad thing. You yeah. wore a mask basically if you're a bad person. You wore a mask to do a robbery. Yep. You wore a mask to hide something. And I feel uncomfortable dealing with people with masks on. And I know there's people with actual mental illnesses that this really, really freaks them out. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm on the cusp of that, but I'm just extraordinarily uncomfortable dealing with anybody, speaking with anybody, even looking at a human being in a mask. I think it's weird. And having yeah. them come into your house in a mask as if that's normal, I think that's bad. It's not just weird. Absolutely. I don't like it. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you 100% because, you know, if something does happen, how are you supposed to describe to somebody what they look like? You know, they had a blue (laughs) mask and brown eyes and you know what I mean? Like there's no facial features. When you remove, when you put the mask on, it, it dehumanizes people. You know what I mean? You don't feel like you're talking to a person. You can't see their reaction, their emotion or anything like that. And it's so, super off-putting. So, you know, interacting with people. I, I visit quite a few vendors throughout my day. 
I mean, there are a handful that I know I can pull my mask down and speak to without any issues. And it's super refreshing, you know? Yeah. I, I worry about some of the interactions at school for young kids that are looking at teachers and interacting with them, but they're not seeing their facial cues mm-hmm. of, you know, being things being recognized and, and communicating properly and what this detriment is going to be to kids oh, socially, kids, yeah. you know, going forward. I know that, you know, my kids are getting good interactions with us at home without masks on and all that stuff. But, you know, when you're out, you, you, this is a big time. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, a very critical time for kids in school and the way they talk to each other, the way they communicate with their teachers and that interaction is very important. And when you're hiding someone's face, you just don't get, you know, the, the recognition of what's going on. So it it bugs the shit out of me. It could be even worse than that. If these children, if we're talking about zero to two year olds, they could literally be losing their ability to make the connections from faces to emotions. This is how we socialize people. It's, I think it's been well demonstrated that you have to interact face to face with babies in order for them to even become, you know, non psychopathic people. Yeah, exactly. Correct. You're absolutely that's, right. Yeah, that's can, and that's such a good point too, because like, uh, you know, especially with with myself and my wife, you know, we have a, we have a young one at the house now, <clears throat> little baby boy, and um, when we had first kind of brought him outside the house, and we went we went to church, and uh, recently, like as a matter of fact, when my my brother in law and his girlfriend were out here. Uh, this past weekend, spending time with us, that is actually the same weekend that uh, my particular county lifted the mask mandate. Well, mm. it, in my state, the entire state had lifted the mandate, and it was up to the counties to whether or not they wanted to Im- implicate the existing mandate. Well, uh, I didn't wear a mask anywhere. I wore I wear it to work because I have to, because uh, my job site was actually on a hospital. There's kind of really no way around that. But uh, anywhere I went, no mask. Um, If they had a problem with it, I just left, right? But uh, when we went to church for the first time, everyone's wearing masks. And we're the only ones in church not wearing a mask. And I'm pretty sure there's no requirement to worship my Lord and Savior with a mask on. But uh, uh, one of the ladies that had come up to us would be like, oh, I'll stand back here. I just wanted to say hi to your babe. I'm like, no, if you want to say hi to my child, you can come up to my child (laughs) and you can take your mask down and you can interact with my child. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm here not wearing a mask. Obviously I'm perfectly okay with someone coming up to my kid. Like I, like there's people in society that think that they're doing me a favor. I, you're, (laughs) you're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, they're, but that's the, that's the other thing is there's something – because when you look at the people who are harassing people not wearing masks, those are the type of people that need this type of empowerment because otherwise they would, they would be completely spineless, right? If, if yeah. these are the type of people, if you were to cut in front of them at the grocery store, they wouldn't say anything. You know what I mean? Real just meek yeah. type. But this gives them some sort of – empowerment where they they could just belittle you because they know that there's going to be at least one other person who's going to feel that same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they'll join in. Somebody's going to have a hall monitor. Exactly. You know, and it's like, I don't need you to police me. If you would like to wear a mask, that's more than okay. But I, you know, that's, that's the problem I think everyone has is that the choice was never given. 
they told us what we were going to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that the fair thing to do would be if you would like to wear a mask, feel free to wear a mask. And I don't think anybody that doesn't want to wear a mask feels, you know, negatively about someone else wanting to. You know what I mean? Well, I certainly don't. Yeah, there's not too many people running up on the opposite side. I know Tucker Carlson, you brought up Tucker Carlson, Ryan, which was a good video. Um, I watched that uh, that little clip and near the right that side when you're not when you're wearing a mask. When I'm not wearing a mask, I don't run up there and shame you for wearing a mask like, oh, you're a dumbass for wearing a mask. If that's what makes you feel safe, then go ahead and do it. OK, but I'm of the belief that you should be allowed to do what you want, but you shouldn't be forced to do or people shouldn't come in and force you to do things. And that's my, my biggest argument with this whole thing is just, you know, forcing us to wear these masks all the time. You know, what are the side effects of wearing a mask? You know, this is, is miserable. It's miserable. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. Freedom of choice is more important than anything. I think the only thing that resonated me with uh, Tucker, Tucker Carlson's rant was uh, equating making kids wear a mask to child abuse. Yeah. And I agree with that. You know, it's, it's hard to draw the line. You know, should you be able to spank your kid in public? Should you make your kid wear a mask in public? Should we feel obligated to say something about it? I think at the very least, we should be obligated to voice our distaste about it and our concerns about it. And I think a lot of the people who are wearing a mask genuinely haven't heard the other side of it. They've really been listening to the news and the radio mm-hmm. and the, you've got a mask. You've got to wear a mask. You've just got to wear a mask. It's just all we've heard for a year. Yeah, you know, I never yeah. bought it, but think of somebody who never, never was exposed to any of this. All they've heard is everybody on the TV mm-hmm. and everybody they respect saying, "We have to do this to protect ourselves." All the, that's yeah, what I yeah. imagine they All think the they're doing to their children. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we can do it politely and say, "Hey, you know, this is not good for children." But uh, at the same time, it's probably not very, probably not a very what, good use of energy I, trying to get through to them that way. Yeah, I, re- I recently just got a picture from uh, my mom who got her second vaccination, and she's so happy. Sent me her picture with her cards and it, it's all done and she's very excited. And I, and I said, I hope that that gives you some comfort so that you can continue to live, a, you know, back to normal. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's more than comfort. You know, this is exactly what I needed to, to be able to start doing things so again and, and, you know, to, to feel comfortable because I have an, a, a compromised immune system. And I'm like, well, why do you have a compromised immune system? It's because you never took care of yourself yeah. ever, mom. You know, not hating on my mom, but you know, no, she, it's, it's she the truth. Though. Her whole life, and yep. you know, just did not take care of her. Never worked out her day in her life. I don't think you know, but never go, went out walking, getting on the fresh air, and nothing. So you know, I just I'm like, come on, mom. There's things that you could be doing that's so much better for you than getting that vaccination. Yeah, I mean, listen. However long humans have been roaming this fucking whatever it is we're on this realm, this disc, this globe, whatever you want to call it. There's yes. been a natural way to <laughs> there's been a natural way to take care of yourself. There always has been in every aspect, you know, and it's I don't know if I feel sad for people or what the exact feeling is. But when you see people take their vaccines and they got their cards, they're dancing, they're celebrating, they're crying. Right. I think at one point I think we talked about on the show, there was a, a girl who tweeted that. Um, she's sorry for her husband, but their wedding anniversary is no longer the happiest day of her life. It's her vaccine anniversary. And dude, I wanted to puke when I read that because there's such a PR push. Vaccine anniversary. Yeah, dude. 
Exactly. Like now we're just continuing to make shit up, right? Like now there's more than two uh, genders and then now we're making up anniversaries and all. But there's there's such a PR push behind <laughs> these vaccines and wearing masks. And I was you have celebrities, you know, hyping it all up. When have you ever, ever needed the rock? so much? Yeah, dude. But did, when have you ever needed so concert, much celebrity push? Huh? Didn't they do like a live concert for vax? probably dude live vax or something <clears throat> like that? There was going to be a concert. Or some they're pushing. Yeah, it but I wouldn't but surprise you, me. But, but, but why? When have you so ever if, for something that's so effective? When have you ever needed that much celebrity push in order to get people out to go do it? Because the longer this drags on, the more people are going fuck that. I'm not doing it. You know, yeah. and and as far as yeah. I'm concerned, we're not anti-vax when it comes to this covid vaccine we are the control group you want to be in the experiment then you're going to compare these idiots who are lining up to the ones that are all fucking natural no gmo organic you know what i mean so i, d- yeah. I just go back Dude, to the hey. nine- go ahead brian i'm sorry guess guess who doesn't have uh any kind of uh fucking bell's palsy us hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shocker, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys, let me, co- let me it- comment on this. From, from my perspective in the alternative health world, you guys are talking about all these people being happy about getting their vaccines. I don't see any of that at all. The only thing I see is this person died. This person had a severe reaction. My friend messaged me today. She said, hey, my cousin uh, is brain dead right after getting the jab. Jesus Christ. This is all I hear. I don't see anybody being happy about this. No, no, no. The only time I see anybody being happy is on social media. Yeah, that's it, you know, because uh, we, you know, similar to you, we know people that have gotten the vaccine. Um, The people that I know, fortunately, haven't had uh, yet, at least um, severe reactions to it. Um, But the idea that people are completely ignoring all these side effects, when you go look up the VIRS results, you know, you have a two year old who's died because their parent thought it was a good idea to allow the doctor to give them this fucking vaccine. You have women who have lost their children in pregnancy due to them getting the vaccine, which them getting a vaccination while they're pregnant is when my wife was pregnant was a big no, no. And you know, our youngest is going to turn three in August. So it's not like this was decades ago, you know, um, they asked why we suggest pregnant women stay away from caffeine, let alone. Yeah. They, they, tell, they tell women, yeah, they tell women to stay away from, 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 uh, you know, large fish from, from the ocean because of the mercury content, but yeah. they're willing yeah. to take this imagine needle full that. of mercury, you know? You're yeah. Like, and imagine that they're like, but you haven't, hey, I, I had uh, cups of coffee this morning and the doctor's <laughs> like, are you nuts? Are so, you yeah, nuts? Are you crazy? The are you worst, crazy? The worst, that worst Here's the the vaccine, reaction though. The yeah. worst reaction that I saw was when the person that posted, I, Brian, I think ended up sending it to us too, but in Discord, the uh, the guy's legs, that his skin just like melted. Oh, yeah. The skin just fell off his oh, legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy's but, skin uh, was peeling Brian, off. I think, you sent, I think you also sent that article about how vaccinated people are a risk to public health. Because there's people who are yeah. literally having uh, yeah. seizures after they get it. They'll be driving, well, have a seizure, crash, kill fucking a bunch of people, you know. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I read an article. Cops Plus had to respond to a crash. See? Like See? So, 
And, and, but that's yeah. that's n- never like you don't see these celebrities talking about that shit. How many women have lost their babies? I think the total is close to a thousand now. Um, or how many women have have lo- have had premature pregnancies or birth defects or you know what I mean? Like the list goes on. And and now they're saying that children can get it 16 and younger. This Absolutely is just in not. the U.S. too. Yeah, we're not even talking yeah. about some of the worldwide stuff. No, no, we don't. They're not going to put the worldwide <laughs> stuff out there. For no, and, and but and everything's there to f- see. All, all they're going to do yeah. is keep pushing like the scare tactics. Like, oh yeah, the, the big push right now. The the mutant virus coming out of India. Oh yeah, the the double because they're <laughs> like the vaccine doesn't protect you against the, the Indian strain. Well, it doesn't protect uh, you against any mutated. strain. <laughs> they're showing that people are testing positive for COVID after they've gotten the vaccine and they're end up in the hospital or getting sick or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's silly dude, but there's, there's so much, I mean, you, you hearing commercials on the radio, do it for your grandma, do it for graduation, <laughs> do it for concerts. I'm like, when have we ever heard this much drive behind anything? When's the last time you heard so many different commercials for this, for anything? Never. This is insane. Um, trying to think, man. I don't think I've, I, like in my lifetime that I remember, I don't remember. This is the largest propaganda campaign on the earth in the yeah. history of our recorded history. There, yeah. It's, there yeah, wasn't even right. enough people around in the World War II days for them to do this much propaganda. There's more media no. around today than there ever has been, and this is the biggest media propaganda campaign ever, period. Not even, there's nothing even close. Yeah, you, you can't escape it. You can't escape it's, it. Yeah. It's, dude, that, I, there was that thing I showed on our Instagram. <laughs> um, it was uh, – I'll, I'll say this too. Uh, we put it on our story today, but we I, I woke up <clears> – <throat> To an email from Instagram that they had removed a picture from our Instagram because it was <laughs> medical misinformation. I don't, uh, I don't. And it's on our story if anybody wants to go watch it. Basically, it was a picture of Dr. Fauci from March of 2020 and the exact same picture of Dr. Fauci from March 2021. And it said, imagine a debate between these two. <laughs> That's it. That's all it said. And they're like, this is medical misinformation. That's so. not even medical information. Yeah. That's, that was my <laughs> they're like, no, that's I false because the there's only part. one Dr. Fauci, so yeah. remove it. I was laughing so hard when, when Brian sent that to us because I was like, that. I said the same thing that Ryan did. There's no medical information there. It's not like you're giving false information about anything. Talk about two jackasses debating themselves. I mean, they're it's, just, but yeah. it's but it's the same jackass. That's the problem. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Truthfully, I laughed at the original <laughs> meme. I yeah, couldn't believe hilarious. that they took it down. Oh yeah. man! When, and, Did you guys but, see that they took down a post of mine that was uh, was talking about aspirin, aspirin <laughs> curing this this beer virus thing? Oh my god! I didn't even think that was controversial. It was instantly blocked. Instantly, instantly this rarely yeah. happens. We're in the we give out alternative information all the time. We don't yeah. usually get blocked on anything. We can talk about diabetes all day long. We can talk about AIDS. I can say yeah. AIDS hoax all day long. AIDS hoax, AIDS hoax, AIDS is a hoax. I can say cancer is a hoax. Yeah. I don't think cancer is a hoax, but I can say that and I'm not going to get shut down. Yeah, right. It's yeah, insane. Exactly. No. And, but the, I, one, I the mention that. of a vaccine or COVID, they're Ooh. all over you. You don't That's even have to mention COVID trigger. these days. I, I'm trying to be so careful and not mentioning these, these keywords and they're still yeah. getting flagged. 
Like yep. it's uh, the AI is serious. It can understand what you're talking about. Right. And, 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 yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous, dude. It's no, I'm not having any fun. So if we can just pull this disc off at the next exit and let me off, I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be good, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just got to figure stop. out what, uh, what glitch. Well, maybe when they turn CERN back on, things will kind of, you know, no. go back to normal. No, nah, that's Ryan, the, that's the equivalent of, of hitting something with a hammer and hoping it fixes it. <laughs> well, sometimes it works. Sometimes, sometimes it works. But I don't but know. A, if it would, it not it with a timeline. See, that only works <laughs> if you like hit it with a hammer the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you hit it with your hammer, you're like, oh, shit, I broke it. And then you hit it again and it starts working. You're like, yeah. This is the equivalent oh. of hitting a puppy with a hammer and then trying to <laughs> hit the puppy again to wake it up. It's not. It's dead. I know. <laughs> but the hammer is work. a vaccine. Yeah. Um, the hammer is a vaccine and the puppy is the world. um ryan let me ask you this so this is actually a question that i had sent to you previously because i was kind of thinking about it i was a bit worried about it even though i kind of i think i answered the question when i asked it like because you know since we started the show and then doing the research that i've done and i've talked about it before on the show that i kind of no longer subscribe to germ theory and ever since that um, ideology has been really installed in myself, like, I, dude, I haven't been sick in I don't know how long. Um, and that's probably an accumulation of my uh, mental capability as well as my diet. Uh, the wife and I are probably 90 to 95 percent gluten free, organic, non-GMO. I mean, you know, minus beers. But um <laughs> I quit chewing when my son was born, um, and uh, we feel great. We, we, you know, we take our, our longevity every morning, and, and and things are going well. But I had asked you this question about um, the shedding of the vaccine that that some people are concerned with right now. So you take the vaccine. The idea is that you take the vaccine or a vaccine, and for 28 days is what they say that that you can actively give that virus to somebody else and uh, that was a question that I had asked you so maybe break that down for us a little bit if you could it's such a strange concept to me and uh, just for starters in the alternative health business the the type that we're in we're in nutrition we really don't deal with infections it's, it's not really our thing you know if you call me in an emergency I'm going to say you probably should go to the hospital and deal with the emergency and then talk to me about what to do long term after that you know, so we don't deal with vaccinations. We don't look under the microscope and look at bugs or anything like that. And from everything that I've ever known about needles, this has never come up, basically. And so even all these these crazy reactions, like we're used to hearing about adverse reactions to needles, mm-hmm. but absolutely nothing on the scale and the horrificness, the type of reactions that are happening. So when they're starting to bring up shedding now, this is because this is a whole new type of, of needle. We have never done this before with humans now. So I can't have experience with it, if that makes sense, right? This is completely new. This is completely experimental. So how are we supposed to have any experience with this? Apparently, all of the trials in animals killed all of the animals. Now, that's not (laughs) unexpected because most pharmaceuticals will kill most animals that you give them to. And this is why they have very poor results in in the Mm -hmm. standard allopathic medical world. But uh, this seems to be some next level of insidiousness. And I don't know um, if this is just like sheer unadulterated... uh, maddening ignorance or if this is absolute malice 
in introducing foreign DNA into us, right? So the, yeah. even the word shedding, the word shedding doesn't fit any other medical terminology I've ever heard. This, this applies to nothing else in the medical world. It's not like you take your vitamins and you're going to now shed your vitamins <laughs> onto me, you know, so, or yeah. any other type like the flu vaccine previous. This was n- never talked about shedding. So this is where you get a lot of the, the um, miscarriages. This is where this is coming from. They're saying this is from shedding because a lot of these people that are reporting this are, have not taken the needle. Yeah, and People are, are reporting similar adverse events, reactions, without having gotten the needle and it's hard to know how to react to this and it's hard to know really what to say about it because there isn't good data. I'm sure whatever good data is, is highly covered up, but the, this yeah. seems to be the biggest human genetic experiment ever conducted. And it's, it's frightening. It's kind of all I can really say about it. Whatever the specific question is, I don't know. I know you're, you're talking about are viruses even real? Well, that, that's a good question. You know, there are certain bacterial infections that I'm certain are real and we can change the conditions of our terrain. I love terrain theory for this. We can change our terrain to invite pathogens to take over. And it's hard to even think of them as pathogens in this sense because we are already full of bacteria and viruses. They say there's more bacterial and viral cells in our body than actual human cells. So we are more of a collection of micro, microorganisms than we are our own selves, whatever that happens to mean. And mm. so it seems that this vaccine, trying to avoid this word, it's really hard. Eh? It's really hard to avoid words that yeah. are the words that we're supposed to use. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Anyway, right. so uh, we introduced these, this foreign Animal. DNA or mRNA. And uh, who even knows the full implications of this? And to think that you could somehow, that I could affect you by this foreign DNA stuff that's been put into me, to me, it's mind, it's mind blowing. I don't even know how to visualize it quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's reassuring, I guess, if you were out there worried about that. It is bit, horrifying, right? guys. It's, it is horrifying. <laughs> There's nothing like this in the, in the health world in general. We're already against doctors for their normal level yeah. of incompetence, right? Yeah. This is, this is just, it's like we're being shot at with machine guns. Like, like absolutely. Yeah. And, but I, and I feel, I mean, I don't know, maybe you guys give me your take, but it seems like daily there are more and more people asking questions, right? Because it went from, you know, 15 days to flatten the curve to now you need to get this vaccine if you want, you know, in some places, if you want to attend your college, if you want to attend games and things like that, you have to wear a mask. And it went from let's do this as a precaution to now you have to do this until we tell you to stop. And I think the more like I said earlier, the longer it drags on, the more people are going to start to question it and push back. So, um, you know, my hope is that there are enough people who are kind of just over it now and um, we can all kind of turn the tide, I guess you can say. I, well, I let me, say let me is, pick uh, up on that. Go ahead. Go let ahead. Me do it first, Brian. Let me do it first. Yeah, because there's a big part of me that says, well, a lot of people have completely already forgotten what normal is, basically. Yeah, a lot of people absolutely. have gotten so used to it that they they just don't even remember what normal life was like. A lot of the children are going to be in that category. Mm-hmm. But to agree with you, there is some hope. For example, the, the prison that, that I'm from, Canada, <laughs> uh, the, the premier of Ontario, the, the most populous province in which I was born and, and in which I own a house, the, the, the warden, Doug Ford... <laughs> 
Uh, he recently got an adverse event reaction. Supposedly, that's what the media said. He mm-hmm. recently got an adverse reaction from the needle. And he's been so totalitarian that this has been the only thing that has given me any hope for it opening up. And he's got a daughter who's anti-vax, which is interesting. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> I mean, if he if he gets the, the scaly legs or the grand mal seizure or he dies from this, yeah. God forbid... It might be one of the only things that actually gives us a chance of, of pushing oh, back, of, of yeah. scaling this back. And it's because those those event reactions, those negative reactions are just <laughs> so blatant that especially if they happen to our leaders, you kept mentioning The Rock. Well, if it happens to The Rock or if it happens to some of these celebrities, if it happens to Kevin Hart or something. I mean, that's the type of thing that gives me hope of scaling this back. A lot of people seeing it and saying, whoa, I don't yeah. want my skin to yeah. fall off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. shame that it's Stone Cold that. Steve Austin didn't get it. Yeah. That's right? who didn't get it. Of course. It. Of course. <laughs> Nothing can um, kill Stone Cold. Well, so. you know what was kind of what was interesting, man, was um, this past weekend when we went out. We went to this local store called Shields, which is basically if like a Bass Pro and a Sport Chalet and a Big Five and an aquarium had a baby, it's it's the store. <laughs> like you can it's. it's uh, there's all kinds of stuff. It's really neat. It's an awesome store. Went there and bought ammo, of course. Uh, but we were just kind of hanging out. Now, I saw a healthy division of, I'd say, 50-50 people wearing masks and people not wearing masks. And the effect of the mask mandate being lifted in Johnson County came into effect that day. Mm-hmm. And you could see just in the atmosphere, just like a like a boost of 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 happiness of energy from people people yeah. walking around laughing whether they were wearing masks or not it kind of seemed to me that the people were, that were wearing masks were a little bit more gloomy um yeah but it was very noticeable and my wife noticed it too and as as cool as it was to see that right as cool as it was to see that it was also kind of um kind of eerie just to be like oh finally you know, our, our, our masters allowed us to take these off. Like you could have fucking taken that thing off a long time ago and nothing would have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was, was, like I said, as cool as it was, it was scary. It was weird, man. It was weird. Yeah. And, and I'm wondering though, is there any person who's pro mask, but anti vaccine? Have we, has anybody experienced? I don't think that's possible. Right. Do you think that's a thing at all? As soon as you start to question it, I think it all starts to fall apart. That's the truth. And the the cognitive dissidents will prevent most people from looking at it. So the the people who have convinced themselves that wearing the mask is the correct thing to do have very likely convinced themselves that whatever else is necessary is what they should do also. Yeah, which is a shame. You got people, you know, when Dr. Fauci said, okay, uh, two masks. We're going to do two masks now. (laughs) And there's people who are like, oh, dude, I've been wearing two masks. I'm ahead of the curve, dude. I'm, I'm almost smarter than Dr. Fauci. I saw two like, masks this I'm weekend, and, I, and I, I was going to run up and yank one of them off God, and be like, man, how can you even breathe with two on? Well, you, but the, just two masks, okay? Why not three? Why not four? Fuck it. Why not just five? Hold your breath. Why not six? Just, Fuck it. Uh, just hold your breath. Don't Why not suicide? Five? I don't mean yeah. to be dramatic, but like, really... What yeah. is the point of living in a world in which you are so fearful that you cannot breathe the fresh breath of air? Yeah. What's the point? And, and, and the, the, the sad is part exactly is... exactly the point. Yeah. And, and we, people lose sight that it's a 
chance that you'll live from it if you'll get it. If you get it, <laughs> that's pretty good odds. Yeah. If the, if the lottery is those odds, I'd be betting a lot oh, more. Absolutely. Lottery, right? But the sad thing is, is that suicides have skyrocketed because of all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think some of that goes back to what Ryan said earlier is people, some people having a phobia of seeing all these people in masks. You know what I mean? For some people that do have, you know, and I'm not saying the average high school kid who self-diagnoses themselves with uh, anxiety disorder, but people who genuinely have, you know, agoraphobia or anxiety and are already hard pressed to get around people. Well, now you have everybody that looks like a fucking ninja grocery shopping (laughs) and you can't get your avocado toast without, you know, feeling like you're going to have a heart attack and not only that, but on top of the financial strains that it's put on people and people losing their homes and their businesses and their jobs, it's the the mental health toll that this has taken on people is far greater than the hospitalizations of getting sick or or any of these lingering. And I'm going to do air quotes because I think the lingering bullshit is is exactly bullshit, but the the mental health toll that it's taken is far worse the the damage uh like ryan mentioned earlier to the kids the children is is going to be unrepairable at this point thankfully mm-hmm. my kids they don't wear a mask anywhere my oldest son going back to school he does and i've told him feel free to pull that motherfucker off if you need to if the teacher has a problem call me you know but as far as we, everything else is concerned we got, we got- Little Gracie, uh, a face shield because she's got asthma. There's no way that we're putting a a damn mask on her. Yeah. You know, at least with the face shield, she can breathe. Yeah. Ryan, let me, let me mention this to you real quick and then we'll, we'll kind of change tides of the show a little bit because we want to get into nutrition as, as the second half of this show. Um, so my wife, when she had my son, um, super quick labor. I mean, it went flawlessly. Um, she did it all. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, we do, I do owe you a level of, of gratitude because I don't know if you remember, and I've told this story on the show before, uh, when the doctor had basically told us that your son is essentially going to be born, uh, cerebral palsy or, um, what's the other one they were talking about? Uh, yeah, just just the on the spectrum of of something going wrong um, because he had swelling in two of his ventricles on his brain, and it was at that moment that we went as hardcore gluten free as we could, non GMO, you know, organic, uh, taking young longevity, um, doubling up that, and it went from that to um, we they had a they had an MRI scheduled for my wife so they could get a better visual of his brain because it was being hit by her pubic bone. And it was around that time, like it was a month later that they gave us that diagnosis, right? That I was like, something just doesn't feel right. Let's like, let's just put this off to later because they even tell you, you shouldn't have one of these when you're pregnant. And they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's less risk when you're in your third trimester. I'm like, well, yeah, let's not, let's not shake the beehive if we've already stirred it up the right. So, the doctor said, okay, I guess we can just monitor. Like, they're not happy about this by any means when we're like, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. And so then they finally come around to the, the next sonogram. So this is maybe two months later or so. And she goes, oh, he looks fine. <laughs> I guess just prepare to have a normal birth, right? Oh. So 
from that point on to the time that he was born because she went all natural. And um, I said birth plan when we were in the hospital. Um, no erythromycin in the eyes, no vitamin K, and no hep B. And they're like, okay. Um, and you would not be surprised on how many times we had to tell these doctors no. Like we're not – you're not giving our kid anything. And It's like they still um, try and keep pushing towards it. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I told them no numerous times, but this is what I was going to do with that long, drawn-out intro. Uh, they gave us our discharge papers. Chris and Boy, I shared this with you guys. Yeah. Um, and on our discharge papers, they say um, problems with the baby, <laughs> right? Uh, denied medication, denied vaccine, and they said that he was large for his, uh, what's it called, Gest- gestural... Gestation. Weight or whatever, so gestational <laughs> weight. Uh, he was nine six, and he's seven weeks now, and he's fourteen pounds. The kid's a monster. Um, mm-hmm. But they listed that as a problem. Like it's a, it's a problem that why why is it a problem that we didn't give vaccines to my kid? And he's like we we, we we went to the pediatrician. <laughs> yeah, we went to the pediatrician, and he was like, literally, as long as nothing happens, I don't need to see you guys for quite some time. <laughs> like he's like your baby's that good so call me if you need me basically yeah and it's just it was really sickening to see something like that i'm like what are you talking about not to say that if you have a baby and you give your kid a vaccine that's your right as a parent but they view that as normal and then they view me as not that's doing that as abnormal yeah. or unnormal yeah. Or problematic or whatever, yeah. you know. No, a problem would be, you know, they do the vision and hearing tests before the baby leaves. If one of those was failed or, or you know, wasn't where they should be, then maybe that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Not the fact that you denied the baby something that they don't necessarily need, you know what I mean? Or, or at least in your eyes. But that's the strange part is everybody else at the hospital thought it was a problem. Like that's, it's, that's Mm -hmm. just, it is, it is super weird. You know what I mean? When there's, the baby's fine. (laughs) Can I recap that story in my own words? Cause it's kind of amazing actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. You came to me and I only sort of remember this by the way, because we get so many messages that I just, I literally, I I can't fully interpret. I I can't keep them all in my head. Right. So someone comes to me and they said, I have a problem. I have a problem. I usually don't even look at the name. Like, if I know you or not, it doesn't matter. I'm not reading that. I'm reading the the stats. What's going on? You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're my friend. It doesn't matter if you're a complete stranger. It's, it's going to be the same advice. But so you mm-hmm. came to us and you said, we have a, what the doctors have told us is a serious situation and you're kind of far along in the pregnancy. Now, that's not a good situation, even in our end. We're like, hey, you should, you should be on this stuff before you get pregnant, you know? Mm-hmm. But the, the miracle of the body is so strong that even in... 12, 13 weeks in with Down syndrome, as Dr. Wallach did with Lauren Knievel, even Knievel's, Evil Knievel's niece, reversing Down syndrome in the womb at 12, 13 weeks wow. with basically just the basics, right? When you came to us, I didn't freak out from what I remember. I, don't, I barely even remember it, but I, I know I didn't freak out because that's not something I would do. And I don't think I told you anything special. I basically just said, get off the gluten, get on the 90 essential nutrients, boost the zinc, if anything, is probably what I would say. And you did. What do you know? You got a completely healthy baby, and that's an amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing story. Uh, you know, just to, to recap, people might not understand how how amazing that is. All you got to do is the basics. Yeah. All you got to do is the basics, and you can expect a perfectly healthy child. In the animal industries, we expect perfect births. We don't use the word perfect with humans very often, but that's what, if you have a hundred cows, you should expect a hundred perfect calves every season, or yeah. you did something wrong. 
in the, that's in the agricultural book, and that's if you call the vet, he's going to say you messed this up. You know you should have given those cows a selen- You know you should have given those cows a selenium shot or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So that is amazing, and congratulations. And I hope that didn't go over Thank the you. head of people because that is very scary news. If you get told that your child is going to be compromised from birth, and really all you got to do is not eat some of the bad stuff, and really it's just gluten. Like we could give you a whole list of bad things not to eat. But if you just get off gluten, chances are you're going to really, really jack up the chances of nothing going wrong at all. Yeah. And then you didn't need any special product. You just needed the regular basic 90 essential nutrients for body weight. And the body does it. Body's a miracle. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. With, without a doubt. I mean, Chris, I don't know if, if your wife had, had mentioned this to you, but like my son uh, does not cry. That dude cries when he's hungry and that's it. And then you know, the rest yeah, of the time he just hangs out. <laughs> Yeah, Rox mentioned that he's he's quite the happy baby that he's just chilling and relaxing all the time and just being very happy. You know, we were we were blessed that we had three boys that were very similar. Um we had very healthy, big fat babies. One came a month early, um and he was uh taken to the NICU because they were worried about his breathing and the only thing that he needed was to be held by his mama and as soon as he was everything was completely fine 100 percent um you know we we're very you know rocks is very health oriented and conscious of what she puts in her body and has always has been and you know we see the benefits of it so yeah for sure yeah for sure even uh you know i mean you guys have been around for all three of my kids as babies, none of them were real big criers. It wasn't until they got to their toddler age where they're just nonstop crying about shit. But, you know, uh, <laughs> Steph was all natural throughout all three of hers also. And um, no issues. Dom was in the NICU for a couple of weeks. It was just because they felt he was undersized, but there was nothing wrong with him. He didn't need a feeding tube. He didn't. Uh, jaundice wasn't an issue. Everything was fine. He was just little. Um, now he's a monster, you know. And, but, uh, you know, when it comes to kids, Ryan, um, can you talk about how nutrition is such a big part of setting up the rest of their life? Um, because, you know, I, I, unfortunately I know some kids with, uh, obesity issues at this age, you know, five, six, seven years old and, the difficulty of, of an adult trying to, you know, reverse that and get themselves back into shape at an adult age is pretty difficult. How difficult is that going to be for a child to get back on track and, and get their nutrition straightened out? Well, generally, kids are a lot easier to deal with, actually. And really? um, you said five or six year olds. Believe it or not, there's yeah. such a thing as obese babies. Five, six yeah, week. Absolutely. This, this is a real thing. <laughs> It's, uh, it's crazy. But so since they haven't had that much time to do all this damage to their body and everything, they can turn it around extremely, extremely quickly with babies themselves. Two things to keep in mind. Number one, obviously, three things. Let's say this. The nutrition of the mother during the pregnancy is going to, that's what builds the baby. So if the mother's right. got a nutritional problem, such as a gluten intolerance, which is inflaming intestines and preventing nutrients from being absorbed, this is going to impact the fetus itself. Mm-hmm. But then... Next, and of course, she needs to take the 90 essential nutrients. And in the wild environment, she'd be getting her nutrients. And actually, in, in, in the cultures out there that are on their own sort of thing, they're away from society. Most of them will separate their women. They'll isolate their, their women of childbearing age as they're getting ready to be married or as they're getting ready for childbirth. 
And the, some of them will straight up put them in a hut and feed them fattening foods. Damn. And I don't mean cake. I mean fat, high yeah. fat, high, high milk, high butter, high fat butter and stuff like that. They'll bulk them up on these fatty nutrients to get them ready to build the baby inside of them. And uh, so that's just something that we don't do and that's worth keeping in mind. So the baby should have lots of nutrition from the mother in the womb. But then as the baby is going through the birth canal, something amazing happens. They are exposed to their first batch of good bacteria. Now, I think one of the biggest problems in our society is the proliferation of C-sections. And I was a C-section baby, and I was born with tremendous health problems. And it took me 25 years to turn it around, but it could have happened a lot quicker. When the child is given that exposure to that first batch of bacteria, that is the foundation of their immune system. The foundation of their immune system is the good bacteria, a.k.a. the probiotics, Mm-hmm. And the antioxidants that sort of feed off this this process, basically, without the good bacteria lining the guts, there is no immune system. They do the work right. of it all. They facilitate it all. And they're part of digestion itself as well. So if they're C-section, they could be put off to a really, really rough start. They could be mm-hmm. they could have a difficult time absorbing nutrients even in the breast milk if they're lacking that the, those nutrients. So that can be corrected anytime. You can give a baby probiotics anytime. The best thing any mother can do is quit gluten. Even if they're not supplementing, the best thing any mother can do is quit gluten because genera- generationally we are getting more and more sensitive to gluten too. So mm-hmm. when, you, when a woman's consuming gluten, it's coming through the breast milk to the baby. And it's just the babies today, the kids today, they are more sensitive than the parents. You know, I'm more sensitive than my mom. Also within families, like I'm the oldest of three. My brother's no longer alive, but he had his, his gluten intolerance was definitely more evident than mine was, than mine was. And my sister is my little sister. She's much younger than I am. And her gluten intolerance is very, very, very severe, basically. So you can picture this. As the mother is giving birth, she's giving a lot of her nutrients to the baby. She's growing the baby. If she doesn't replenish that, she doesn't have that much left. This is AKA postpartum depression has a lot to do with this too, by the way. Right, right. So she goes and has another child and there's even less to give that second child. There's less to build that body. There's also less to form the foundation of the immune system. The immune system is the interaction with these living organisms, these probiotics, which are a huge proportion of the actual body weight, the bulk of our body weight, is these bacterial and and viral organisms. But then it's the interaction with them and then the actual elements, the nutritional elements, the 90 essential nutrients, and as well as vitamins and all this. Some of these vitamins actually are products of bacteria, B12, product of bacteria. So all of this is getting worse with generations, basically. That's the point. And if the mother quits gluten, she's preventing her child from getting that gluten intolerance effect, if that makes sense. If she's not that sensitive to it, she can almost guarantee that her child will be more sensitive to it. So whether she notices it or not, whether she has acne or not, or, you know, one of the other signs of gluten intolerance, she's very likely passing that on to the child. So you mentioned your baby's pretty quiet. That's how it should be. You know, yeah. I've lived out there in the jungle. You don't hear babies crying. There's yeah. lots of babies. You don't hear them crying. It, a colicky baby is, is a baby with a gluten intolerance problem, essentially. Could be dairy, especially in America. It could be dairy, but basically a colicky baby is a baby with a digestive problem. And a digestive yeah. problem 100% of the time is caused by foods. It's caused by eating mm-hmm. the wrong foods. You know, So if the mother is going to do nothing else other than quit gluten, now they're going to absorb more nutrients Therefore, they have more nutrients to give to the baby, but they're also not passing on those problematic proteins to the baby and not aggravating the baby's digestive system. 
Mm. So I, I mentioned that there was three things. It's the nutrition of the mother, whether she's actually pregnant. Number two is whether she's C-sectioned or not. You can give a baby probiotics. It doesn't matter, but that, that foundation has to be replenished or they're not going to have an immune system. Not much of one. And then the third thing is their nutrition afterwards, which is simple. Mm. So you mentioned how hard is it to deal with babies. It's not hard at all. Nutrition is based on body weight. Right. Babies don't weigh very much. Right. Some people might say our supplements are kind of expensive. Well, that's because most people come to us at 220 pounds. Yeah. And we're selling packages based on 100 pounds of body weight optimally. You do that math for a baby, it's simple. You buy one pack yeah. and it lasts the baby five months most of the yeah. time. But uh, people who come to us with babies, generally, we can turn their stuff around real quick. Uh, and it's often very easily measurable, you know, whether they have a, a soft spot on their head that won't, that won't harden up, um, whether they have seizures, whether they have eczema, psoriasis. Mm-hmm. Very as a general rule, it's going to take a baby way less time than an, an adult. Yeah. And actually, the older you get, the worse it's going to be, the longer it's yeah. going to take. Damage is cumulative to the intestines, right? The, uh, the inflammation, think of it like poison ivy. If you consume gluten, it's basically like poison ivy in the intestines. So all these little finger-like villi that are there to absorb nutrients, they're there to expand the surface area of the intestines so that there's more area for nutrients to be absorbed. When that gets inflamed, there's less surface area, and so there's less absorption. But that's just the initial contact. If that happens all the time, that inflammation those villi just start to get damaged and break off and the intestines turn to scar tissue rather than that inverted shag carpet that it's supposed to be. Right. That's welcoming all these nutrients into the inner tissues and into the bloodstream. It can turn to, to scar tissue and it can be smooth. We can mm. see this in, um, in autopsy. We can see this in, in biopsy slides. So it can take you a year or two years to regrow that tissue. If your intestines have turned to scar tissue, if you've been consuming yeah. gluten for 30, 40 years, and you've got all these severe problems, it could take you one, two, three years to fully turn it around. A baby right. can do it in a week. Right. The inflammation from a gluten is roughly only going to last about two weeks. You know, if that damage hasn't turned to scars, if it hasn't become real, real long-term damage, all you got to do is stop eating the gluten and it will start getting better immediately. Right. And you can have people reporting, not full success, but you can have them reporting the turnaround in days. Mm-hmm. Wow. That it's That's just wild. so fascinating <clears throat> to me, dude. So fascinating. And and again, like I, I have my own experiences with this, like with my son and my wife. Um, cause you know, they did they did also tell her before our son was born that she had a cyst on her brain. Um and they didn't want to do anything about it until after she had the baby because they want to go in there and do a scans and stuff like that. And ever since we kind of cut the gluten out and we started taking these supplements and um, she has no problems anymore. She doesn't have migraines anymore. She doesn't have headaches anymore. She had a little bit after the baby was born because she got drained of all that and all those nutrients and stuff. Right. Yeah. So she had to double up up again. But man, it, I would say that this sounds like nonsense if I couldn't see the results myself in my oh, own it's body. It's so easy. It's so yeah. easy. We do this all the time. But notice I'm not very I'm not surprised about any of this. You told me you told me, Oh, my baby was born perfectly. I said congratulations. I didn't say, Wow, really? You know, I'm not I'm not shocked. <laughs> right. let, let me say the other thing. What? Babies don't babies don't have bad habits, right? So how easy is it to turn around a baby? You're in full control of a baby. Don't give them gluten, give them yeah. the nutrients. They don't have a drinking habit. They don't have a heroin habit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They don't yeah. have a bad attitude. Exactly. Basically. 
right? They don't yeah, have any of the things that's going to stop them from physically doing it. When you're talking to an adult, you have to convince them in a way. You know, they have mm-hmm. to take action and they have to, okay, how am I going to fit this into my routine? How am I going to eat off the food truck without? Baby yeah. doesn't have any of that. So if you yeah. want to turn a baby around, you're in control. You can do that exactly. very, very quickly. Yeah, the, the issue that I've seen mostly um, is parents instilling bad habits into the kids, right? Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm talking about school age kids here. My, my kids eat uh, very healthy um, every now and again, you know, it's a treat for them to have a pizza and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, we do know kids, school age kids that are, you know, twice the weight of my oldest son and they have terrible eating habits. And uh, it it seems like breaking the habit is it would be harder to do than actually, you know, fixing their health by eating nutritional food and and uh, portion control and things like that. Um because it's, it, it seems like it's, uh, you know, an endless task right now with some of the kids that we see that are just grossly overweight. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Sad. It's really sad uh, to see. Yeah. <laughs> I, one thing I wanted to mention too, uh, Chris and boy, I know I told you guys, I don't know if you remember this or not, but to Ryan, the the one thing that the, the doctor had said to my wife when she had did the initial scan and said, yeah, you should be prepared to have a baby with Down syndrome or whatever. Um, one of the things that she had said, and I wasn't there at the time because I was at work because up until that point, everything was perfectly normal. Right. So the doctor did say to my wife and I, I shit you not, this is, this is true. And, I'm, and in retrospect, it's kind of a good thing. I wasn't there because I'd have fucking punched <laughs> this bitch right in her face. She said, um, unfortunately due to Kansas law, we are past the legal standpoint of having an abortion. And I went, when my wife told me that I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Unfortunately, because yeah. Even if that was an uh, an unfortunate circumstance of our kid, that's still my son. Yeah. Like, what what do you mean unfortunate? Like, I was just, oh, dude. The, the, I, remember I thought about we, murder a few times. <laughs> when they and there, I, that was I, an instance. I know that feeling that you that you are feeling right there, Brian. Because I remember when uh, for the all of our boys, they had asked us, and they do a, an extra test. They can do a test to see if you're. Child's yeah. gonna be have Down syndrome, yeah. and we waived it. We're like, why would we do an extra test? Because it's not gonna change the outcome of us yeah. having a baby. They, they test the fluid. We, yeah, we yeah. wouldn't do it. We wouldn't decide to not have the baby if the baby was gonna have Down syndrome. We'd still have our our child. That's our child. We'd love that child no matter what. You know, there's no way that it's gonna change it, our our process of what we're gonna do. You know, we're gonna love that child no matter what. Yeah, we, we had the same the same experience. It was like. What? Because then they ask you, like, do you have does Down syndrome run in the family? This and that, and we're like, yeah, but it, you know, it, it doesn't run in the family. There are a few here and there, you know, down the line somewhere. But yeah. we said the same thing. I was like, first of all, the the test sounds brutal as fuck on the mother. Yeah, and, and stress, unneeded stress, you know. Um, second of all, no, we're we're good, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 they're like. Okay, you yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> all right, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. It's weird having discussions. You know, it's already scary as hell. No matter how many kids you have, the pregnancy is 
is always, you know, a nail biter. You know what I mean? Because you're caring for another life, even though you haven't been able to hold that life yet, you know, but you're, you're trying to grow this healthy baby. And then all of these doctors are like, do this, do this, do this, do this. Thankfully, my, my wife's doctors were all pretty cool and definitely pushed her to have a natural birth, but just unwanted, unneeded additional stress, you know? And, and Brian, I know you had mentioned too, they told her, uh, prepare for a C-section, Cause he's yeah. big, you know, yeah. and I'm, and, and that, that blew my mind too. Cause I'm like, women have been popping out babies for how long now? Since the dawn of man, time. you know what I mean? And, and, I, and it's not like the size of babies has just recently gone up, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but the idea that they're like, just, just schedule. And I know women that have had that have, are like, you know, they're very vain, right? Um, they'd rep, but which doesn't make any sense to me because they'd much rather have a giant scar and spend six to eight weeks recovering from a C-section than to just push out a baby naturally and then be on their feet within a couple of hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was something that they definitely mentioned to my wife and she was pissed about it too, because uh, hey, you guys know the wife. She's, she's such a, she's such a, caring soul she was like how many other women have they told this to yeah and my wife was like no i'm not yeah they get talked into this and it's like what else do they convince people when they walk into the doctor's office of you know uh ryan one of the last couple times we had you on the show you're talking you started talking about how the doctor smoked Freddie Mercury, which I was upset about. Yeah. I was just joking when I brought that <laughs> shit up. And I was like, you mean to tell me that we could have had Bohemian Rhapsody 5 by now? Yeah. But it's, you know, the title of the show, Medical Tyranny. It's it's the and, – and, and what's more crazy to me than all of this – I mean, and this is – a lot of this is information that I've gained recently. Like um, Dr. Thomas Cowan, I love that guy. I read – Oh yeah, I've read two of his books now. I have his one of his books on baby care, and uh, this is all kind of newer information to me. But we had mentioned last time on the show. I think we had talked about uh, Chris and, and Boya. How long does it take to train a dog? A few weeks, couple months when they're a pup, especially if it's more of a higher intellect breed, right? I guess we could say that. Yeah. Uh, how long does it take to train a human? Apparently, it takes. Uh, uh, two weeks to flatten the curve in a year, (laughs) 14 (laughs) days and a year. And I, dude, and, and this is what we had talked about. How many States have lifted the mandate and how Mm. many fucking people are still doing it because they've been trained. This is what you do to be safe for yourself, for others to get back to normal. Um, dude, I must be a walking fucking miracle because yeah. I haven't done any of those things and yeah, I'm not they, dead. Yeah, they're they're trying to make the trade a little bit of safety for a little bit of freedom, you know what I mean? But they keep pushing the ante up. It's oh, well, we got that freedom, but are you really that safe? Now here's what we can do for you, you know what I mean? And people the scary thing is Would how you like many to people know are like please, please help us more, help us more, give me more. And it's like, dude, we don't need the the idea that, and I don't even know if it's just because of the polarization of social media and, and the mainstream media, 
But is there really that many people who are comfortable with giving up as many freedoms as they can? Like, it, it, you know what I mean? Is is that real? Is it, and it blows my mind because I'm just not that type of person. Guys, I'd love to jump in here with something a bit crazy, actually. If you, if you like, do it. Bro. Send it. Let's get weird. So, from what I see about this whole thing, let's bring this back into medical tyranny. First of all, nobody is allowed to prescribe you a medication except for a doctor. And under law in Canada and America, I mean, we're supposed to be given enough information to have what's called informed consent. I'm supposed to be informed of the risk and potential benefit, potential risk, potential benefit, so that I can make an informed decision on which medication to take in my body. This is the reason we're against fluoride. I don't give a damn whether fluoride works for my teeth or not. I care whether I have the choice to do it or not. And when they put it into a drinking water, they are medicating us. It's there for a medical purpose for tooth decay. It's a medical purpose. And it's against our consent, notwithstanding doses, because the children are getting doses that are inappropriate for their body weight and all this stuff. So that is medical tyranny. That is why we're against fluoride. And that's why we're going to be against any forced medication. Don't care what the cause is. But what we're talking about here with this whole the, the 2020 world that we've inherited here, to me, this has almost nothing to do with the medical industry. I'm not the friend of the medical industry. We are against doctors. Doctors are not doing this. And I'm not prepared to call Dr. Fauci a real freaking doctor. He's a researcher. He's not even a doctor. So yeah. Whatever. I never even heard the dude's name until this whole thing happened. So right. he's not an important figure at all. I have seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of doctors. I'm not even talking about alternative doctors. I'm talking about regular doctors. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of them speaking out against this. Hundreds of them being deleted from Instagram yep. and other social media platforms. There's books. I was looking through Amazon today. I just typed in, oh, man, I don't even want to say the, the word, but the the, the name of the thing, COVID-19. I am just typed in COVID-19. Oh, no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and my goodness, there's a whole swath of books written by medical professionals, regular medical professionals against this. And a yeah. lot of them are talking about the same point, like, hey, this is kind of tyranny. A lot of them are going into the specific points of why this is bogus, the PCR, and all the da 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 But from the title mm-hmm. of this being medical tyranny, this is political tyranny. This is political yeah. tyranny given a, with, a, with a medical wrapping around it this is not doctors doing this there's no doctors imposing this these are politicians imposing this and this is the biggest problem that i absolutely have with it it's the same thing with fluoride politicians have absolutely no right telling me which medications to have or not this is between me and my doctor and i still get to choose at the end of the day so our world has been shut down not by the advice of doctors not even by the advice of fauci because i don't think any of us are prepared to admit that fauci actually drafted any of this i think these are absolutely these are illuminati civilians like bill gates and politicians, that, that is it. They are the ones that are doing this. And uh, the tyranny that is being imposed has, has nothing to do with the medical world or the medical system. As incompetent as they are for the, the general business of life and pregnancy and all the stuff that we're just talking about, this is not their fault. This event yeah. is not their fault. And they're not the ones perpetuating it. Doctors are not the ones on the radio saying, go and line up and get your free needle to get back to normal doctors aren't get doing you, this i haven't seen any doctors pushing this tyranny doug ford yeah. is not a, yeah. a doctor justin trudeau is not a doctor sleepy joe biden i'm not even sure he's awake he's not a doctor only <laughs> 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 sleepy when you listen to him do his press conferences oh, man. well this, so the cdc has told this guy you don't have to wear a mask outside and but he, he won't leave the podium until he puts his mask on you know, and, and, and he says he he's still trying it. to drive him. Yeah, if he can find it, which it happened to be in his fucking pocket, uh, probably next to a <laughs> you know, brown trout he fished out of the toilet and put in there with his fucking dementia. But the idea that 
this guy has been told, hey, you're all clear to not wear a mask outside, which, first of all, I didn't even know that we weren't allowed to not wear a mask outside because I I don't have a mask on. Like when we Guys, at the, the beginning, they were me. saying that heat killed the thing, and then they just threw that out of the window. Yeah. My province of Ontario, they said, oh, yeah, now it's mandatory masks, and it was the middle of summer. I'm yeah. looking like, what? You yeah. just told us the, 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 the warm weather... What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. They're like, none of it ever made sense. You're, you're, you're all good to not wear a mask outside. I'm like, what? I've been not wearing a mask this whole time. Thanks, thanks for letting me know. I've been doing that for a while now. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for jumping on board. Finally. <laughs> do you, do you think, well, imagine I was, I'm going on, on, on Ryan's point of how they're <clears throat> sure coding this or wrapping this in the medical industry, that it's the medical industry pushing this onto us. Okay. Because the general public in their mind, and when they go to the doctor, they trust everything the doctor says. Okay. And that's why they're po- posing it as the medical industry. Their doctors are saying this because the common belief amongst most normal people is that the doctors are not going to give us anything that's bad for us. They're not going to mm-hmm. tell us any misinformation. <laughs> they're, they've got our best interests in mind, you know, and people that are not of this alternate truth seeking ability, like people like Ryan and Brian and us, you know, and this, the truth hooligans out there, you know, they just buy it and they eat it up and they're just going to subscribe to it. If that's what the doctor says, that's the, what I'm going to do. The doctor says, take this pill. I'll take this pill. You know, it just, that's the way it is. That's the way our society is, is, you know, evolved into. Okay. Uh, so you, you just <laughs> real quick, cause you were talking about how people are trusting doctors a little too much, right? Yeah. They don't want anybody to give them. Okay. Did anybody see the video of the guy singing his Dr. Fauci song? No. Okay, I'll, fi- I'll find it and I'll <laughs> yes, put it on Instagram. The internet always you wins. Saw it. I Did you it. see it, Ryan? I didn't see it, no. Oh, oh my God. you don't okay, want to. I'll, I'll, I'll put it. It's super, like, you You just want to go away when you see it. And he's he's made a song. And then there's this girl, another girl. Who has you know the the song? I forget who sings it. Uh, Alicia Keys, that girl's on fire. Yeah, she's changed the words to that girl's oh. on Pfizer. <laughs> she's singing about it, and I swear to God, the first time I saw it, I I had to stop myself from punching my phone <laughs> because it makes you so mad that people are glorifying and Dr. Fauci. Like Ryan said, he's been a researcher for decades, he's 30 years, 30 he, plus he years. He hasn't done activism. He's a politician. He's yeah. a politician. He's the highest paid person in Washington, D.C. He hasn't treated or seen or practiced in 30 years. Um, he does plenty of gain of function testing, uh, you know, and, and that's what has caused quite a few outbreaks, if you believe him or not. Um, you know what I mean? I And and. But people put so much faith into him. Then you have Joe Rogan saying, hey, if you're young and healthy, I don't think you should take the vaccine. People freaking out. He's not a doctor. What is he doing? But you have Bill Gates saying we need to vaccinate, you know, uh, 500 million people throughout the world ASAP. But that's okay. And, and people yeah. are like, oh, fucking where we line up, you know. Joe and did kind of take I the do, knee, I man, do. and retract, man. Well, the thing is I, with Joe. I do send the condolences, though, to Bill Gates divorcing his husband. Oh, yeah, yeah. We announced that today. <laughs> Bill and Mel Gates are divorcing. Yeah, I saw that today. Uh, he's probably tired of swinging the dong over his shoulder when he gets to the belt buckle. 
Um, but he, it's first of all, that's not Melinda Gates. Looks nothing like Melinda Gates did fucking before they died. And you can find their, you can look up Bill and Melinda Gates on ancestry.com and it'll tell you when they died. 2013. Is that right, Brian? 2013. I think it was 2013. Yeah. They died. They have their parents' names up there. They have their maiden names. That's like cool. There, it's, a whole other it's a show, whole dude. Other show, but they're clones. I'm telling you, when they turn and maybe his clone on, just is not in fucked yeah, up. No. But anyway, so yeah, Joe Joe taking the knee. Listen, the, the, it's not the first time he's done it. I get why he's doing it because he needs to protect his cash. Um, I you know when you when you heard about the Spotify deal, you're like, hey, great for Joe. He deserves it. Now it's like, was it worth it? You know. Was it fucking worth it? Because mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. quite honest, dude, I I like Joe Rogan. I don't have really any, you know, there was a, a little rant, I don't know, a year or two ago I had about Joe. But all in all, I like Joe Rogan. And, and the idea that he was going to keep the same show when he moved to a big corporate company like Spotify, like that was just a pipe dream. I don't know why any of us ever thought that that's how it was going to be. You know, mm-hmm. um, he, is he in total control? Absolutely not. But the the fact that he right. can't give his opinion about something without people mm-hmm. trying to cancel him is it's terrifying. And we've already seen social media silence a sitting president. So what do you think they're going to do to a fucking podcast host? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, Ryan, uh, as we get towards the end of the show here, can we can we talk a little bit about uh, longevity, ninety essential, and the pack that you've created? That um, we we have the link. We haven't put it up on our affiliates page on our website yet because I wanted you to come on the show and kind of break it all down for everybody out there because uh, we are not the the expert. You know, you are, and that's why we wanted to work with you in in in, in the company that you're with and. I didn't want to put it up there and be like, you guys should buy this. And they're like, why? What does it do? I'm like, just fucking take it. So, <laughs> you know, it's really you good can. for you. Just take it. Well, I appreciate you. And yeah, I do. I do got to kind of go soon. So it's good time to yeah. talk about it. Perfect. The 90 Perfect. essential nutrients is basically the catchphrase we throw around for the, the group of nutrients that we need to prevent disease. Basically, every essential nutrient has a disease that you get if you don't have those nutrients. So it's a good idea to get all of them. Some of them you can get in food, but we decided it's a good idea to top it all up and consider anything in food to be an added bonus, especially in America. I just I flat out would not expect very many vitamins or minerals in your food, period. Yeah. And when we're talking about those products in that pack, I love those products. First of all, you got the liquid calcium, and calcium is a shorthand for a whole group of nutrients in a correct proportion we would normally get those nutrients by consuming bones and wood ash in the natural environment, believe it or not. Those are the two major sources, let alone having more minerals in the soil and irrigation. But the natural human being consumes bones and wood ashes, and that's where they get their bone-building minerals from. That group of minerals, like we can talk about vitamins, but we're not going to. That, that product, that liquid product, is the best calcium-based, calcium family product in the world. I'm saying that. Anybody can challenge that. That's fine. We have have the best results with that out of anything I've ever seen. That product cured my pain, my lifelong pain, until I was was about my 26th birthday. Cured it in less than a week. You can say cure when you're talking about yourself. Now, I had full-blown diseases that doctors couldn't figure out 
what they wanted to call it, whether it was childhood arthritis or Tourette syndrome mixed with this and that. There is over 200 specific diseases on the physician's desk reference associated directly with calcium and cofactor deficiencies. Many people are taking things like magnesium for muscle disorders and such. They have a calcium deficiency is, is the point of the matter here. Calcium, magnesium, are, they need to be taken in a proportion. We give that in that product. That liquid product is ultra-concentrated. It's easy to take because it's liquid. You shake it up and you take one ounce per 100 pounds of body weight per day. That is your optimal dose. There is no other way to do it in the diet. We are not going to switch back to wood and irrigating our fields with mineral-rich water and grounding up bones and adding them into the flowers of everything that we eat. It's just not going to happen. And the fact is, if you come to us, if you come through the door with diseases or health problems or muscle twitches or aches and pains and bone problems and arthritis and osteoporosis and name it, you name it, you're not going to be able to go and get enough wood ashes and bones in your body to, to deal with it. So it is the best product in the world for that. There's actually not even something close to a competition for that product. People can compete with us on the vitamins. Vitamins are only 16 out of the 90 essential nutrients. And plants make vitamins, they make amino acids, and they make omegas. So if you really wanted to be a purist, you can go and try and get your vitamins, amino acids, and omegas from food. That's 30 out of 90 essential nutrients. By the way, there's probably more than 90 essential nutrients. That's just what we can pin down. Dr. Wallach's 80 years old now. He's not going to go do the research anymore. We're calling it 90. It's very likely 200. So when you actually get that pack, I believe it has something like 250 nutrients in it, separate nutrients mm -hmm. in it. And we can mm -hmm. call 90 of them essential with confidence. If somebody was to take no other product except for that liquid calcium osteo effects, what it's called, I believe they would change their life. When they take all of them, it's virtually a guarantee. That package is not going to be for everybody. You might buy it and you might say, you know what, I'm not really feeling the taste of this one product. That's okay. We have a whole bunch of different products. What that package is and why I chose that one for you guys is because it's the one that you are most likely to, number one, enjoy. Number two, get a fantastic result from. It's very unlikely that you're going to have any sort of a reaction to it or anything like that. And it's likely that you'll probably even stay on those products. We can help people shop around if they want, especially if they have uh, specific things. Like I said, some people don't like taking, quote, synthetic vitamins, which doesn't even mean anything because if, if you have to make it in a lab, it's automatically called synthetic. For instance, B12, it's not physically possible to isolate B12 without doing it in a human environment. It will automatically be called synthetic whether it has a chemical difference or not to the natural, quote, natural, right? These words, they don't make that much sense. A purist could, could have some problems and we can help them shop. But very generally, the listeners, especially somebody who's never heard any of these things, like we're talking about reversing Down syndrome in the womb. This is, a, this is possible. These are possible. Dr. Wallach's formulas are the best in the world in terms of results. And we are in a results-based business. You asked something that kind of technical earlier, like, or viruses even real? I mean, that's some hardcore science that I don't even know. I know results. I'm in a results business, right? You ask me a question about your child, I'm going to give you a results-based answer. It's all I know. And that package has the best results that, out of any of the packages that I can think of. Mm -hmm. The reason I give you the liquid instead of the powder is basically just because it's easier to take. So that's why I figure it's going to be the, the one that you could buy and be confident that you'll actually take it. It'll be easy for you. And you'll actually get a wicked result for it. Even in half the recommended dose, you'll probably get a wicked result from it. Wow, I can't wait. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I'm extremely thrilled to be offered the to be able to be offering this package to our listeners and uh i take my longevity uh every single day uh there uh admittedly there might be a day i forget but i make sure i take it um almost every day if not if i forget a day i double it up it's it's not like i'm like oh that's yeah. too much vitamins for me too um, many vitamins and i, I i've yeah, too many vitamins. Gross. <laughs> uh, I feel absolutely fantastic. Once you get topped it. up, it's very easy to judge it yourself. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and it's yeah, very I'm ex- easy. To I'm get excited. It topped up. I'm excited to to purchase this pack myself. You know, when we got with Dr. Cowan's garden, um, I ordered up the the vegetables, uh, the vegetable powders, the semi sweet for the kids. We my wife will make. Uh, you know kind of like smoothies for them with with real fruit sprinkle some of that in and these idiots have no idea they're getting all their vegetables <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, these buffoons. Yeah. <laughs> you know and i have this i have the savory also for me and my wife and man you know brian you know from living with us we eat a lot of sweet potatoes um mm-hmm. you know and, and pretty pretty hearty food that we like to cook make ourselves um, especially now that I got the smoker up and going, sprinkle a little bit of that on anything and you get your full serving. I'm not a big vegetables guy, you know, but on top of that, you know, get, get the, get the package that, that Ryan is offering to us, uh, and, and our hooligans, it, it, you can't get much better than that. Nope. You know, I, uh, it's a good I, package it, for hooligans, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know if it, your listeners won't know what I look like or anything. I used to walk yeah. around with a mohawk, man. I got tattoos all over me. I got a cop beating a baby tattooed on my forearm. You know, I, I'm not wearing, I'm not jogging and, and, you know, wearing yoga pants and like, yeah, we're, we're regular play. people who just don't like to feel bad. We don't exactly. like aches yeah. and pains. We don't like getting sick. We don't want our kids having down syndrome. We don't want yeah. our girlfriends overweight, this kind of stuff. We just want to be healthy, man. And, and have yeah. it be easy. So thick, when it's not overweight, when it's liquid, easy, the other products in there, the tangy tangerine, we could talk for an hour about. We don't need to. The point is, it's easy. It's easy yeah. to get the nutrients in. It tastes pretty good too. On top of that, and and that's yeah. it, guys. I would I would love to just throw in something kind of hardcore here for your listeners too. We t- we we team we titled this medical tyranny. Okay, <clears throat> I made a pro uh, made a video last year. It's called "Do Protests Matter." Within that video, I made the point or tried to make the case that pamphleting has been the single most effective form of protest throughout history. Well, there's never been more of a need to protest than right now. And showing up to the rallies or whatever is good, but it's not always possible. Right. I, in Canada, I live seven hours away from where the protests are happening, so it's, I'm not, I'm not going to participate in that, basically. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to avoid that type of confrontational stuff anyways. A lot of people don't even want to go into the store and pull their mask off because they don't want the confrontation. Well, how they really got things done, we're talking about Protestant Revolution, we're talking about the American Revolution, they got it done by pamphleting. This is by spreading around the written word. Now, I mentioned that I went on Amazon earlier and I typed in COVID-19 and there was a whole heck of a lot of books there. I recommend buying a bunch of those books and reading them yourself and learning what the information is and then passing on those books. Those mm-hmm. products that we're mm-hmm. talking about, the 90 essential nutrients, I came across those because this is a network marketing business. It means individuals are empowered to spread the information from individual to individual to individual. And this has right. turned into a massive movement of many, many people who now know and understand this information. 
this is also, I believe, probably the only way that we are actually going to get out of this political mess that we're in right now. The important voices are being censored. It is extremely scary. There, that informed consent thing is not there. It's not possible to be there because the information is being taken away. One of the only safe forms of information right now is the written word. And it's only safe while those books are still on the shelf. But once you own that book, you have it. They can't take that away from you. They can't mm -hmm. censor it. You can give it to your mom. You can give it to your aunt. You can give it to whatever. And I mentioned we're in the network marketing business. We're used to this. We're used to saying, hey, mom, I know something that can help you. Oh, but my doctor said this. Look, mom, I'm going <laughs> to sit down and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this with you. We're going to watch it together. You don't have to believe all of it. That's fine. But I, yeah, I need you to get this information. I need you to at least hear the other side. You have to sell it actively is what I'm saying. Exactly. The people throughout history who pushed the Protestant Revolution and the American Revolution and all this, they walked around, they knocked on doors, they talked to people, they handed them pamphlets, they talked to them about it. Right? We used to hand people CDs and say, I'm coming back in four days and I'm taking it back. And I'm going to loan it to someone else. That's how we were trained to do this. Yeah. Listen to this because yeah. it's extremely important and I care about you and I'm coming back to talk to you about it and I'm coming back to take the book back so I can give it to someone else. Yeah. Our world is in jeopardy right now, and it's no joke. Us conspiracy people have never been so consistently right, and I've never wanted to be wrong so bad. Right. And I've never yeah, wanted yeah. this, right? I don't want to be right about any of this. I don't no, want this to be the end of the world not. as we know it. So what we have to do right now is get together and mobilize, buy these books, and pass them around. Because a lot of these people who have written these books are no longer on Instagram, and you will never hear them on YouTube again. And that's how yep. serious it is. Now, let me plug my own book because this is part of it. I just Please wrote a do. book called Fake Diseases. It's called Fake Diseases. Phenomenal, if you type in by the way. Fake Diseases, Ryan Alexander. You might not be able to spell my last name, but if you type in Fake Diseases and Ryan, you will find it. It's also free on YouTube. You have to sit through me reading it to you, but it is completely free. I wanted to make it just about like AIDS and the new virus, the COVID-19, you know, because those are the kind of the big scams out there, but I also covered yeah. all the regular diseases too. So actually, if you read that book, you can learn how to be healthy. You can learn the relevance of the 90 essential nutrients in there as well. And it's written at a fourth or fifth grade reading level, so there's nothing extremely complicated about it. But it does have what I believe the basic message and what this world, or so what this disease is. And the point is, whether the disease is real or not, right? Whether you're on the side of the conspiracy world that believes that this is a hoax or a scam of some kind or it's just a power grab it doesn't matter the point is that the cure is worth worse than the disease yeah you know and that's the, that's the primary message that we have to get forward yep. that losing all of our freedoms is not worth it even if this disease is a deadly threat from the mm -hmm. the perspective of medical tyranny and like just like i said about fluoride don't give a damn if fluoride helps my teeth I care about my choice to make that, and I care about the world that my children are going to grow up in. And if they're going to grow up in a world where you're not allowed to show your face, or you're not allowed to participate in human life without getting poison jabbed into you, it's not the type of world that I want to live in. It's not the type of world that I want to see push forward into the future. So it's not just my book that you should buy. I made it $9.99, so it's very access accessible. You should also buy some of these other books. You should type in COVID-19. You should educate yourself. If you have any doubts left, Pass on those books forcefully. Don't just lend it to your buddy and say, hey, you know, maybe you're, if you're interested in this, read this, yeah. friend. Read yeah. this, mother. Everybody you know. And I've never been so serious about anything in my whole life. Vernon Col Coleman, by the way, he just wrote a book called Endgame. Mm -hmm. It was released in April 20 2021. It's brand new. 
this is Agenda 21 is what is happening. Right? You might not have ever heard these terms before. Yes. You might not be a conspiracy theorist. Yes. This is where we are heading, right? <laughs> so there's never been more of a pressing time. And my fear is that if we do not do this, if we do not put full effort in and push this information, even if it makes us unpopular, even if it makes us uncomfortable, if we do not do this, we might not have a world left to rant about. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Without a doubt. I can Without listen doubt. to Man, Ryan that was powerful. I can listen. I feel to powerful about this. You guys mentioned I'm from Canada. I didn't even get to talk about it. I'm I'm appalled when they first even mentioned the we're closing for two weeks. I freaked out. I lost my lid. You know, I said, "This is no way. No yeah. way they're shutting our world down for two weeks." That was two yeah. weeks. That was a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, we're at the one year anniversary. <laughs> you know, passing it up, and we're we're lapping the 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 year anniversary of shutting down and. That was the whole idea, the whole push. We're all in this together. You know what I mean? And it's it, you've never Fuck been you. able to see the separation. Yeah. You've never been able to see the separation more than now about who's actually yeah. in what together. You know what I mean? They're, in, they're not in yeah. together. No. They're, they're dividing us. Yeah. They're making us. <sighs> Chris, boy, oh. anything uh, for Ryan before we let him go? And we'll give Ryan you a chance to shout out your Instagram, your podcast, and your book again, and where people can find it. Chris, boy, any other questions? No, man. Uh, as usual, Ryan brought the heat. Yeah. Uh, I, I can listen to Ryan <laughs> bring it for like hours. I was just sitting, I felt like I was a waste of space today. I just listened yeah, to Ryan. Were. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Ryan. We always appreciate you having you on, and just the amount of knowledge you send our Absolutely. way is very much appreciated. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys too a ton. And actually, I have fun with this. I was looking yeah. forward to this and I'm glad you guys had me on. And uh, I don't need to plug that much. Honestly, the I, t- I told you before, man, I, I didn't think this out beforehand. None of my names for stuff sounds good on audio. <laughs> like, it's really hard to shout it all out. <laughs> if there's anything that I care about right now, it's fake diseases. I don't care if you buy the book as much as I do people getting the information out. But if you do buy it, it, it does help me, but it also gives you that physical copy. And let me reiterate, this whole business, we are in the, the network marketing business at the bottom of it. I wouldn't have a business if it weren't for this strategy. Taking physical media, handing it to people, telling them to watch it, coming back and talking to them about it. This is what we need to do. And if you, if you do it with my book, that's great. You should pair it with some of these other ones. Endgame by Vernon Coleman is the extreme end of it. Maybe you want to get a few of them. I tried to write mine kind of light, so it's, it's like conspiracy light, right? But maybe... <laughs> Joseph Mercola's book about COVID-19 is, uh, is an even lighter version that you might want to check out. Maybe you want to read three, four, five of them because there's nothing more important right now, right? Maybe yeah. you want to read three, four, five of them and you want to start passing all those around to your people and you want to start using any platform that you have to spread your voice. And if you look up fake diseases, you'll be able to find my other stuff was kind of my point there. Since all my accounts are kind of hard to pronounce and everything, <laughs> if you look up fake diseases on YouTube, you'll see in the description every other platform that we have every other account that we have and you'll be able to find everything else that we do love it oh yeah wonderful wonderful it's uh, uh and ryan i've actually listened to the whole thing um i did it when i was at work um working <laughs> nights uh, just not that long nice. ago um but it's it's very similar to dr thomas cowan's book called contagion myth um, which was banned from Amazon. So the only way you can find his book is if you go to his website. Uh, and hopefully they don't do that to yours, Ryan. But um, there you go, man. Ryan Alexander, the, the guru of the health and nutrition aspect of the hooligans, uh, prepared this pack for us, which will be available this week. 
uh, on our website under the affiliate section. And believe you, me, you will not be disappointed with the results from these products. Uh, and I, a year ago, I'd have made fun of you for not eating gluten, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'd have been like, you're a dork. But uh, I've seen man, him do it's it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. The truth and with then, it has always I'm, been the same. If you take only 10% of the information, you'll probably change your life. And you could even choose mm -hmm. the 10% that doesn't include buying anything. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, man. This has been so incredible. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much again for coming on the show. Um, wait just one second, and we'll say bye to you after the recording. Uh, that is it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast featuring Ryan Alexander. I have been Big Country, and I'm signing off for this one. And boy. And Chris. And we'll thanks talk again, to you guys on the next one. Thank right. you, man. Bye-bye. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. USA in this house. USA in this house. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.